Hallelujah. Be seated. All right. Where's Peter? Who is doing that noise? You should check it where it's coming from. All right. Well, I want everybody to be seated. There's a human being who is disturbing us this morning. You should sort it out immediately. Okay. Well, as we all know, today is a special service. And your clapping is not. Wonderful. When a people do not know how to honor, they never have honor amongst themselves. The Bible says that, if it was Jesus who said it, do unto others as you would others do unto you. It is called the golden rule. In other words, whatever you want for yourself, do it for somebody. And if you don't understand this and you expect the best to come to you, but you do nothing for anybody, don't expect it. The, val the most valuable thing we have on earth is not the money, the cars, the houses, the dresses, the it's people, relationships. That's what is more important. And not just relationships. People are there. Sometimes you may never know the importance or the relevance of somebody until the person dies, until the person is no more. Some of you grow up at home and you don't respect your fathers and your mothers. And you never learn and benefit from them, even if they are fools. Even a fool you can learn something from. And you see that by the time you get to a certain age, your life is empty. The mistakes that you saw that you don't like are the same mistakes you repeat. The things, the, 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 the lifestyle, the, the, the lack of progress, the lack of advancement that you saw is the same way. You see that you can't progress, you can't do better. 
The only difference is when you understand this particular word, honor. And it is important for all of us to appreciate it. This morning, I'm going to share with you something that I believe will bless us all. And I know that after this, some of you will not be my friends again. I don't care. Let us pray. Can you be seated, please? What's he doing there? He should come in. Please be seated. Let us pray. Father, this morning we bless you. Thank you for gathering us. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that you have chosen us to be amongst your children. Therefore, Lord, speak to us. Let your words minister grace into our hearts, upon our lives. Show us your mercy. Direct our hearts and our thoughts into your word and into loving you and cause our ways to be pleasing. We thank you, Father, this morning. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this one I'm going to preach on um, honor. And it is also part of the series, Steps to the Presence of God. I mean, but because today is a special day, I want to share on this particular subject so that all of us will understand the place, the purpose, and the reason for honor. Every nation, every home, every people who do not honor their leaders don't have honor. And unfortunately, people who are not Christians or believers understand honor more than believers and Christians. There is no book on earth that teaches and explains the place and the importance of honor. Like the Bible. Yet we have the Bible, but we don't honor. And people who don't read the Bible and go to school and learn other things. And don't believe in Christ and don't believe in God and believe in other religions and other things. Have, ex have exalted honor amongst themselves. I'm telling you. Yeah. And among them, you will see a difference. When you see people, sometimes the only difference between people is not what they have. <coughs> it's a level of respect that, <coughs> sorry, it's a level of respect that exists. And when we don't learn to honor people, we don't have respect amongst ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's why insults are very common. Mm. Mark chapter 6. The title of this message is Move Away from Those Who Dishonor You. Or Move Away from People Who Dishonor. Move Away from Those Who Dishonor. Yeah. It is found in uh, Those Who Honor You, chapter 12. If you have the book, open it and let's read. Yeah. You'll be blessed. Move away from those who dishonor. 
Mark chapter 6 verse 1. This is Jesus. And the Bible says, And he went out from thence and came into his own country. And his disciples followed him. Now, in Mark chapter 5, we learn of the spectacular miracles that had happened. It was in Mark chapter 5 that he healed the uh, madman of Gadara. Yeah. And when he was moving around into other places, miracles were happening. People were being healed. People were being delivered. Demons were being cast out of people. And many people believed in him and they were following him. But he moved from these places and came back to his own home. His own home. And his disciples were with him. Verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, when it was a Sunday, or whichever day, he began to teach in the synagogue. So he went to church. One of the, one of the characteristics of our Lord Jesus Christ was that even though he was not accepted by the scribes, the Pharisees, and all these kinds of people. He was always going to church nonetheless because he knew that his honor was in the house of God. That's right. The synagogue was, 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 was built under the instructions of God. Right. And so anything that pertained to his father, he honored it. You see, that is why some of you, I find it difficult to have a certain relationship with you because you don't honor God. You don't honor God by being consistent. You see, I, I, don't, I don't hate you. I don't despise you if you don't come to church. Don't, don't think that way. But you see, I see that you are hurting yourself because you are pretending to us that you are a believer. You are a child of God. You belong to God. But you don't bring honor to God. Your presence is a form of honor. If your father just calls you and you don't come, just call him. Assuming he doesn't even have anything for you to do. He's just calling you. It's like, and, and you, I'm, I'm doing something. That is more important than what... You see, it's a sign of a lack of respect. Yeah. Yeah. It's a major insult. And when you are like that, as you are growing, you'll be surprised that you also don't have honor. You are not respected. It's a spiritual thing. So, I, I, that's why I call people. That's why I ask people, what is the problem? Why don't you come to church? What is, what is, what is it? Because those of you who don't come to church, you go to work every day. Nobody calls you to go to work. You go yourself. Even if you have gone to a place Sunday night and you came to sleep at dawn, you will wake up and be at work by 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock without fail. Yeah. Because you know where, that's where your honor is. Money, you serve the God of mammon. Anything that will give you money, you honor and respect it. But you, as for God and his things, they can wait. Sometimes you, you, you can ask people, why don't you come to church? Nothing. I've not seen you in a while. I'm fine. 
Is everything all right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you want God himself to honor you, it's not me. It's not about me. It doesn't hurt me. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, because the Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Everybody is on a path. Everybody is doing their own journey. It's like, we are going to write exams in school. Then me, I'm studying. And you there, you think that I'm wasting my time. Okay, you, you are having fun. You are chilling. The day that we are writing the exams, the results, will, everybody will take their results home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you knew better. You knew how to use your time. You knew, you, you knew how to chill. You didn't find it important and relevant to be committed to studying. You found it laborious and, 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 and vexatious. Yeah. That they give pressure on you every day. Studies every day. Discussions. This, this. Why? The school. Is it for your father? Some people speak like that. Uh, sometimes they'll tell Even the lecturer is asleep. Then you. Yeah. Yeah. Even the lecturer is asleep, then you. Are you in the church? Where are you? Hey, go back to my Mark chapter 6. Where are you at? So, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. Jesus teaches. If you love him, you see the disciples, they followed him everywhere he went. That's why they captured Matthew, Mark, uh, Luke, John. Luke was not one of the apostles, but he was one of the people who was around. Yeah. A doctor who was working. He had a clinic. Or he was working on the Ministry of uh, 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 Health in the land of Capernaum. Yeah. Yet still, he was, and he captured more details because the doctors are learned. They have details. Yeah. His, his account of the miracles are more than any other person. The details of the things. Luke is, is, is a bigger book in, in the Gospels than all the other ones because people who know book, they write a lot. Some of them, they say, write about your, your, your holiday. One page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One page, you are finished. <laughs> yeah. Peter didn't go to school. So if you look at 1 Peter, 2 Peter, it's not a lot. Meanwhile, he was around all the time. Luke, who was not like Peter, wrote more. School is important, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, 1 and 2 Peter, very powerful book. So. But it's like as if he didn't have much to say. <laughs> yeah. It's an important thing. Yeah. So, they were following him. And they were keeping record of the things that were happening. And the Bible says, and many hearing him were astonished. Many people were in the church. When he comes to the synagogue, there's an overflow. So at a point, he stopped going to the synagogue because it was a problem. That's when he started gathering the people in the uh, wilderness. So they follow him outside because it was too much. Like when he comes, even sometimes when he goes to somebody's home, the people know that he has gone to somebody's home. They go and remove the ceiling. They remove the roofing and remove the ceiling and pass somebody who is not well through the ceiling for Jesus to heal him. Hey! Yeah. It's like there's something. You see, there's something. 
And many people realize that this guy, he, he's different. Because the, 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 the synagogues were there before Jesus came. Nothing like that was happening in the synagogue. Yeah. Nothing like that was happening in the synagogue. No healings, no miracles, no deliverance. He's walking by the roadside. And he sees demons see him and they come and they bow down. Eh? Madmen see him and, and demons are cast out of their lives. Hey! Wild things were happening. And people were hearing their stories. You know how stories travel? Yeah. 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 And they are saying, from whence have this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? So, so he is now in the synagogue where the Jews are. Remember, when he was doing the miracles, he was in Gadarin, he was in Samaria, he was in other places. You see, now he has come to his own country where the Jews are and he has gone to his own church. Maybe the church where he read Luke chapter 4 verse 18, we don't know. The same church that they wanted to cast him out. He's gone. He moves to the synagogues. The synagogue, he moves around. In the synagogue, it is his own. And the people who follow him are, are too much. And, and they realize that this guy, there's something about him. And they were asking, how did he get this wisdom? Eh? And how come he has so much power? And that mighty things are being done by him. I mean, it's an interesting question. But you would think that as you are asking these questions, it will draw admiration. Sometimes when people see spectacular things, it doesn't translate into uh, 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 believing in you. Yeah. There's a certain spirit. Some people can see things that you are doing that are affecting people. But instead of them admiring it and desiring to be like that, they rather look at it with disdain. It's like, hey. Mm. Eh. That's how come this guy, you remember Nabal? Nabal was a rich man in the days of David the king. And he had how a 17 or 18 year old boy had thrown just a stone into the forehead of this giant and he fell down and he went to this giant and cut off his head. And all the women were giving fans to David. Small boy, danger. And all the people in the land came to acknowledge that this guy has been anointed by prophet Samuel and that he is the one who is the king after Saul. But Nabal was like, who, who? nowadays there are servants who have run away from their masters. He was calling the king who had been anointed by God, whose people, whose soldiers, whose, whose warriors had protected his flock from the enemies. And nothing had happened to all the thousands of flock that he had. And his people gave respect even to David and were giving reports back to him and to his wife. And the day the king asked if they, they are hungry, he can just give them some sheep to eat. He, he started the insults. It's like, who is this person? You see, sometimes when, when there are some people who by nature or by character, they don't know how to honor and respect people. They don't respect anybody. And some of them come to church. There are some people that can be in this church and they will never leave their church, but they will never respect anything that we see. They don't respect God. 
They don't respect the word of God. They don't respect the preacher who preaches their God. There is not uh, the word. The, the, there is nothing we say that affects them. They, they are always the way they are. They, they walk in their foolishness. It's like the way you met them, that's how they are. They don't change. You, you see, it is a sign that you are a child or a daughter of dishonor. You don't have honor. Yeah. It's like, ask yourself as you are sitting here, what has God's word changed in your life? Ask yourself. Ask yourself. This one, don't, don't let, ask yourself, what has changed in your life? Have you advanced? Have you become better? I mean, all of us who are parents, if you take your child to school uh, and they start learning A, B, C, D, you'll be happy. When the child is able to say A, B, C, D, up to Z, and write 1 to 10, and then from 10 to what? Now they count in, in twos, 2, 4, 6, 8. Now they're able to count in fives, 5, 10, 15. Then they count in tens. Then they count 10, uh, 15, uh, uh, 10, 20, 30, 40. Then they count in what? Hundreds. You are happy. Can you imagine that after five years of being in school, when you ask the child to write an essay, they don't know how to write an essay. Write about my best friend. Eh? He come to write, write about my best friend. A, B, C, D, E, E. It's not out of it. You, you expect progress. You expect progress. And the reason why every, a child will not progress is because, number one, it's like whatever the child is being taught doesn't go in. Some people have that problem. Nothing goes in. Yeah. Nothing goes in. And some people are not interested. They are not interested because as they are sitting in their class, they, their friends are, are learning and becoming better. But as for them, assist where is. The way you met them as a teacher, that's how you leave them as a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that in the church. Some people have been a pastor over you. I've seen people don't, who don't progress. And I'm not talking about getting a job or marrying. That's not that spiritually. How mature you have become. How respectful you are to the things of God. You have no honor. You don't respect the things of God. You don't have time. You don't have time. You are very busy. But your business has not brought profit. It has made you busily useless. Yeah. Yeah. You are very busy. I've met people who talk proudly. I'm busy. I'm this. I'm this. I'm that. I'm doing this to the extent that it's difficult to go to church on Sundays. That's why you have not been seeing me and all that. I am not the one who has to bless you. The blesser is from heaven and he's watching you. Yeah. They looked at Jesus. They saw mighty things. And you would think that it will like provoke a certain desire and a certain, I mean, love and admiration. But that's what happened. Look at verse 3. Look at the question. Is not this the carpenter? Now, how many carpenters can raise dead people? 
How many carpenters can cast out demons? How many carpenters can teach for people to sit down for hours and listen to them? How many? If you follow the, these scribes and these people that were in the church, many of them had different professions. They were not full-time priests or dedicated to the temple. Everybody was doing something. But yet still, they had a certain love for God and the law. So they knew better, they knew better and could explain and teach people. But when they are teaching, nobody asks them, ah, is not this the lawyer? Is, is this not the... It's like people don't question them. It's like, you see, when, when people look beyond what you are doing, they now go beyond, it's like, ah, is that a carpenter? This guy, oh. And those days, carpenters, are, you don't go to a, a, a technical school to get a, a diploma in carpentry. You, if your father is a carpenter, you learn from your father. If your father is a shoemaker, you learn from your, your father. If your father is a tent maker, you learn from your father. If your father is a shepherd, you become a shepherd. So the, the, the firstborn children take their professions of their fathers. Up to today, that's how the Jews are. Yeah, they raise their first sons to take after their businesses. So whatever, if the man is a lawyer, the children are lawyers. Doctor, they are doctors. Professors, I mean, it's, it's amazing, I'm telling you. Wow. Wow. Mm? They carry it on. <laughs> so it's like they looked at all the things that were happening even though it's like it was astonishing and surprising to see these things that only God can do they didn't see God in the person they saw a useless and lack of uh, somebody they shouldn't respect so they said is that, it's not this the carpenter the son of Mary they didn't even mention his father's name they said the son of it's an, one of the insults they can give you as a Jew. It's not to, it's like to, to, to refer to you as the son of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the genealogy in Matthew chapter 1, you see that it, it traces from fathers. And Abraham begat this. And this one begat this. And this one begat that. It's men, 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 men. Even though the woman gave birth. It's the, your genealogy, your history is traced from your father's blood. And when they bring a woman inside, it's an insult. It's like a vagabond. We are not sure who even the father is. Yeah. Who are you to come and stand? Hmm. Even sometimes children, when they are in school and they know that someone doesn't have a father, they can start laughing at people. It's a very wild thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a father. Who is your father? Children can start doing that thing. You'll be surprised. So they were insulting him. He's a carpenter. And the son of that Mary. 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 The brother of James. Who was James? A fisherman. He, he didn't follow his father's job. Carpentry. He went into fishing. And Joseph. Jo, uh, he had another brother called Joseph. After his father. And Judah. Jude. The one who wrote Jude. All of them didn't go to school. That's why Jude wrote only one chapter. Yeah, 22 or 23 or 24 or something. He, he's finished. Oh, the brother of Jesus that you can tell us stories. 
can write stories of miracles that happened. Stories your mother told you about Jesus. What you saw. What you learned from your brother. He didn't say much. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's limited in his ability to write and to capture things. But if you meet him, maybe he can talk and say a lot of things. But he couldn't write more. And are not his, his sisters here with us? And look at what happened. They were offended at him. How do you see somebody who drives out a demon from a madman that everybody is afraid of? Some, a madman who cuts himself with a stone and everybody in gathering knows him. Everybody knows who he is. He's a terrible guy. He sleeps in the cemetery. There are some madmen, when they are coming, everybody runs away. Sometimes, when they, they, some of them, they can look at you and immediately say, hey, oh yeah. They look alone. You can see that, no, there's something behind it. You don't want to have even eye contact. Yeah. Then people had been healed of sicknesses. And some of them, I'm sure, were related to them. And they knew. Then after all the good that he has done, the only thing that comes to your mind is that you are offended in him. Does it make sense? I mean, if, 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 if you don't believe in him, and you see, that's why he said, you don't believe in me, you see the works. You don't believe in him, you have seen works. You have seen mighty things. You are saying, it's not this. Go back to verse 2. Go back to verse 2. Look at the question they were asking. Saying, from whence have this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. It's like, hey, they can see that what he's doing is, is, is it's mighty, it's different. Nobody has done it. Yet, they were offended. You see, you two, you are shocked. But that's how some people are. There are people who never respect God and never believe in his son Jesus. And everything that God represents and Jesus represents means nothing to them in spite of the evidence. And you'll be surprised that sometimes some of them even know that when they have problems, they can go and get solutions from this same, but they still don't have respect. Yeah. They still don't have respect. If Jesus healed 10 lepers and only one of them came back to say thank you, and he asked a question, were you not 10? Where are the rest? When people don't honor, that's how they are. Whatever you do for them, they forget. Because they feel that they are entitled to it. Ah, uh -uh. Hey, but you, you did what for me? Eh? So what? Yeah? Oh. If I had gone somewhere, I would have even gotten a better one. Yeah. Yeah. When the people don't see how important it is to honor 
it is a major problem. Now, we say move away from people who dishonor. And the first reason is that when you move away from people who dishonor, you experience miracles and you have provision. When you move away from people who dishonor, you experience miracles and you have what? Provision. Mark 6, verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor. It means a prophet has honor. This is English language. Negative, negative. Yeah. Yeah. It's not mathematics. <laughs> a prophet is not without. It means a prophet is with honor. But in his own country and among his own kin. And in his own house. When he goes, he said, a prophet is respected when he goes out of his house. But when he comes to his home, who are you? People are familiar. A prophet is not without honor. It's like anywhere a prophet goes, he has honor. But in his own country, there is no honor. Among his own family, there is no honor. And in his own house. Yeah. There are some of you, the way you talk to your parents, eh? nobody outside your house Speaks to your father like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your arguments and lack of respect. And he talks, he, when he talks, you talk back. There are people outside who will never be like that towards him. There are marriages like that. A little issue can never be resolved because the wife will never accept. So the man is not respected in the house. But outside. And what happened when they disrespected Jesus? Verse 5. Verse 5. And he could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands upon a few sick fold and healed them. 
Now remember, when he had moved around the cities and gone into Samaria and Gadarene and, and other places of the Gentiles and the Samaritans and all these people around, and he came back to uh, his own Galilee and he came to Capernaum and the places where he, his people and his family and other things were, where the Jews are, where they have the synagogue. He entered, but because of the lack of respect and so much dishonor, the Bible says that he couldn't do mighty works. Meanwhile, the people said that they were giving testimony that how can he be doing such mighty works? Because they heard of what he was doing before he came to the uh, uh, synagogue on the Sabbath day. But as he was sitting down, where he could have also continued to do mighty works among themselves and miracles and perform wonderful things, it was blocked because of dishonor for him. And he couldn't, even though Jesus was the only person on earth who had the anointing without measure, and he could do everything that he wanted to do because of the reception, the hostility, the lack of honor. Hey, that was the end. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything. So the people with their problems, their diseases, their sicknesses, he came unto his own. But his own received him not. For as many as received him, to them gave him power. What does it mean? He came to make his own children of God. But they didn't receive him. And the outsiders who received him, he gave them power. Power to become the sons of God. How many people have power to turn you into a son of God? You are the son, we are the sons of perdition. D David said, in sin was I conceived. We were, we, if, if, if the blood of Christ doesn't wash us, let me tell you, you can be there and be a virgin and you will die and go to hell. It's, it's not sex that takes you to... Uh, 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 uh. There are people who have done abortions and have committed Rahab the harlot. They have gone to hell because of faith. Then you in your purity, you have not seen a man. You have not touched a man. And you think that because you are a virgin, you are purer than anybody. You are going to hell. Because there is sin in the blood. Yeah. And he came unto his own to save them, but they didn't receive him. But the outsiders are the ones who received him. And he gave them power to become the sons of God. And he walked in their midst to do things. That's why even when he was... Uh, uh, raising the apostles and sending them out. He said, go not into the uh, Samaritans and go not into the Gentiles. Go to the house of the Jews. It's like your first call is to the house of God. Uh, the children of Abraham first. That's the first thing because you start from your home. But because of the level of familiarity and lack of respect and dishonor, they moved out and the works of these uh, uh, apostles was manifested in the land of the Gentiles. All of them went into other places. It is Paul who was raised to, be, to fight with the Jews because he's a, a Jew of a Jew I was. It's like, yeah, he, he, he was called to suffer. Mm, he can handle them. But he took the grace out of them. You see, let us be careful, you and I. When you sit down and you are not sensitive to your environment spiritually, you take a lot of things for granted. Sometimes many things are done for you, but you don't know what has been done. So you can't appreciate it. 
And many of the things, they come in the form of a human being who comes to show love, who makes sacrifices, who pours himself into you beyond any imagination. But some of you don't even believe it. So you are just there. If you are in this church and you have become born again in this church, you became saved, your life has been built over the years under the teachings and under the grace of the calling that God has put on Bishop. And you have not learned to honor, to respect, and to obey him. I'm telling you, it is better that you go and join a mosque. Because you see that, you, 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 it doesn't matter the number of years. Christianity is not long service. In the parable of uh, 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 the hired laborers, the, the scripture says that Jesus said that the master went out in the morning to hire laborers. And he promised them a certain wage. And in the middle of the day, he went out and hired more, saw people still standing and brought them. And later in the day, just like three hours to closing time, he saw more people who were idle and he brought them. So the people who came in the morning, they thought that if they are going to be paid, these people who came in the evening will be paid little. Or those who came midday will be paid little. But they were surprised that they were all paid the same thing. And they were angry. Because you see, the thing is that the reward is not based on how long you started. The faithfulness of God is so much that what he gives you, you see, is enough to last you a lifetime. Your, your part is to be faithful with the little that you have. If somebody can be here 20 years and your life will not change. But somebody comes here one year and within one year, you see something else. This is a church. I'm telling you something today. This church, eh, we shouldn't be where we are today. And one of the reasons why we are where we are today is because we don't have honor. We, we don't have honor. This is one of the, I'm telling you something today. This is one of the first missions in Africa that was given a building. A building was bought. I won't even mention the price. In the year 2000, the price of that building at that time was not, it's like if some people knew how much he had paid, it would have become a problem. That Where did he get the money from to buy this thing? He bought it quietly. What was he thinking about? The people. In the midst of hostility, stones were thrown at you when you were in churches, when you were meeting in other places, you suffered all kinds of things. So to save and to preserve you, buy a building and put them in so that it will protect them. When we have a house, when the Catholic people are in their churches, nobody throws stones at them. You respect them. And that's what he started to do. What it meant was that as you have received this building, you must not spoil the building. Out of the building must come more churches. South Africa didn't have any building. Kenya didn't have any building. All the missions in Mozambique, they had not started. They didn't have what you have. None of them received a building like what you have. But after so many years, there is nothing to show. And the only reason, and I'm explaining it to you, is because you have not known how to honor him. Many of you have become critics. Every pastor who comes to criticize him, you find fault. You fight pastors. You have meetings. You discuss pastors. You discuss pastors' wives. You discuss issues that are beyond you. You are, you are familiar. You are like the Jews who are scribes and Pharisees. They look at the Son of God and they knew that this guy was doing something different, but they still didn't respect him. 
Yeah. 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 Where is your honor? You see, some of you, eh? You cannot, we cannot be with God. The disciples or the apostles were with Christ for three years and three and a half years. But because of the respect they had for him, when he left, they became great. Yes. They became mighty. Yes. They never lacked. Yes. They stood with the gospel and went. Today, they are heroes. Yes. They died not in shame, but in fame. Their names are written yes. in the blood that Christ shed yes. by suffering. Yes. But we, we are here fighting each other. Some of you have been fighting each other for years. You still don't talk to people. You are, and you are a Christian? You know. You know. That, that's why your lives don't... Some of you, eh, I'm just stopping short of mentioning your names. I will spoil the service. Because you are not strangers to me. I know you. I know your issues. That's, there are some people, when I came, eh, and I, you, oh, this one, is, this, this, this problem, this one, this one, you try to bring people together, heal, forgive, let's move on. Because what, what, will, what will be a blessing to see that your brother has been blessed, has been favored, his life has changed. You are also a partaker because sometimes you may not know that person you don't like. If God blesses that person, that blessing comes back to you. I've pastored people for years. I stayed with them from the year 2000. I left them after 18 years. And I came here. And I've been with you for four years. And I saw people who didn't have anything. Oh, I'm telling you. Sometimes when they come to church, even what to eat. If I don't give them money. Somebody doesn't give them money. They won't have anything to eat. I'm telling you. As you are sitting there, they are, you are preaching. They are hungry. Hey, when you finish and you ask them, you're not looking happy. You're not looking. What's wrong with you? And the only thing they will tell you is that I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. And when you give them food, they are happy. You wonder what will come out of these people. But today, some of them are looking after other people, paying school fees for other people. They have been blessed. We had people who came to the church who didn't want to have anything to do with their fathers. We say, brother, you can't, you can't continue like this. And they will change. You see, when there is honor, people change. You change. Some of you don't want to change. Up to today, some of you who have been around, we, we are following you up like somebody who has come to church one month ago. You are like a new believer. You are like a first-timer in the church. You are like a new convert. After 20 years, after 15 years, after 10 years of calling yourself a Christian, you have not grown. Somebody has to call you. Somebody has to visit you before you come to God. You have no honor for God. And you want this same God to make you what? He's not a fool. Do you think that he just goes around giving you favor? Some of you, the little favor that you have, you have not come back with honor. Do you want him to add something? Look at you. You won't go anywhere. I'm not cursing you. I'm telling you your situation as it is. Familiarity. Lack of respect. You see, when people talk, and, they, they, and this pastor, this, this pastor, this. Every pastor who has come, you have something to say about him. I came to meet a brother. He was talking. I, I used to tell him that, stop. It will destroy you. 
Don't come and tell me that you like me, you don't like this one, you don't like this one. Everybody that you have been with, you, you have a problem with. It's just a matter of time. Me too. Yeah. One day I preached, he walked out. Later I heard that he said, he was telling somebody that he was offended because I used him for, uh, 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 he, I, I, yeah, I used him for an example. I wanted to ask him what the window was. I would have come back to preach it more. Because he, when, when I'm preaching, listen, when I'm preaching and I'm, I'm giving examples, I know the people I have in mind. And I said to myself, this guy, I have never even thought about him to use his situation or whatever it is that I know as an example. Probably sometimes the things I like. Yeah, you have to, yeah. A certain man had two sons. Do you think that it's only one man who has two sons? Eh? Jesus said, a certain man had two sons. He said unto the younger one, go to the, uh, he said to the older one, go to the field. He said, I go not. Then he told the second one, go. He also said, I will go. Then the first one who said, I will not go, went. And then went. You think that you had, it's only you? Yeah. No, sir, has two sons. Mr. Sunday has two sons. Eh? Me to have two sons. Me to have two sons. <laughs> yeah. 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 He got offended. And I wasn't surprised. Because he, I saw in him a lack of respect for God. And for men of God. And I used to tell him. Then he'll be saying things. But you see, when people lack understanding, the only thing that will change you is for you to know that God, he's interested in making us better. Some of you, you should accept your weaknesses and and follow what what we are saying. It will help you. See, when you are easily offended, and can you imagine why they were offended? Nobody can explain it because the guys, the guy is a carpenter. How can a carpenter come and stand in the church to preach? But the carpenter is anointed. That's right. And he had the anointing without measure. Nobody walked on this earth with the kind of anointing that he had. Call him a carpenter. Call him a carpenter. He's anointed. Some of you have, have friends that are wiser and are anointed, but you see, you don't see it. And sometimes we kill, we kill dreams. We don't allow young people to grow and to assume. It's like we, you have been here for years. You will like that all the time you are standing here, but you have been standing here. What have you shown? Where are your fruits? Where are your fruits? Where are the young ones who have been here, who are growing? I was in the church. Our drummer, he doesn't know how to play the drums. He says he wants to play the drums. When he's playing the drums, and the present worship leader tells him that he should change the tempo or his whatever, and he's not getting it, and he starts, then he stops playing the drums, and he puts the stick down, and he bows his head in front of all of us. He's angry. He won't get up. <laughs> hey! <laughs> but we loved him. We, I speak with him. Teach him. Because you, he, he's never had a father who corrects him. He has never seen his father at the age of 14. He, when he came to the church, he had never met his father. His name, he thought was his father's name. It was not even his father's name that was on his name. It was later that he got to know his real father's name and he chose that name after. Met the father on Facebook through his uh, siblings. 
He was bitter. The mother had left him with grandmother. Grandmother too doesn't have time because the children are a lot. So when he gets up and he says he's going to school, they don't know where he goes to. Walks around. Doesn't go to school. And he can't write. He can't send messages. I mean, hey. And it's like, as he's there, you, you, if you're not careful, say, ah, what kind of a human being is this? But that's the soul that Christ died for. Today, that boy is looking after people. One girl sent me a message. Thank him for me. He's paying my school fees. I was said, I was touched. He's paying somebody's school fees in, in university, not uh, primary school. Yeah. Yeah. He's paying somebody's fees. Yeah. Because, you see, that's how the, the anointing changes people. How come we are here under the anointing we haven't changed? It is because we are familiar. Up to today, that spirit is still here. Some of you, you know about all of us more than even we ourselves. You know me more than my wife. If somebody asks you about me, you, oh, you open the files. You are, Isaac has been here. You can say everything about Isaac and Auntie Mercy. You, you, instead of you counseling their marriage, you are destroying their marriage. If you know something better, why, why don't you help him if you think he has problems? Yeah. It's like, you see, we don't, when we don't honor people, listen to me, when we don't learn to honor people amongst us, eh, none of us have honor. It's true, it's very true. It's very true. None of us have honor. A church that is 20 years cannot produce a pastor who can stand here and preach if I'm not here. You have been a Christian in this church for 20 years, 10 years. If I'm not here, I'm, I've gone somewhere, I should be able to call you to come and preach. And people will be blessed. Jesus was with the disciples for three and a half years. When Peter preached, 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ. I was in a church. Within six, seven months, my pastor called me to come and preach. I thought he was joking. Six months. It was a bad message, I tell you. Me, me myself, I knew that it was a bad message. I didn't understand the message. Yeah. I was not blessed. I'm happy they didn't record it. But you see, that, that trust, that respect, he, he is somebody who honors the father and taught me honor. I respected him as my pastor. There is nothing he said that I didn't do. He, he used to say that I don't, uh, as I'm going there, it pains me that I'm leaving you and I had another guy with me. But you guys will do well. Yeah. So he was traveling with his family to another country. Honor. And because of the way I respected and flowed with him. When I, when I was chosen to be the pastor, I was afraid because I know the people. But I realized that the way I related with him, it gave me a certain authority. And influence over people who are even older than me. People who are cantankerous. Because every church has that nature, that character of people. They, are, they won't do something. When you are doing it, then they are talking. They, will not, they know how to find fault. Some people don't know how to cook. They will eat your food and tell, this one, there's too much salt. This one, there's too much pepper. This one, the spices are too much. Meanwhile, when you give them to mix and to cook, hey, even the dogs in the house will not eat their food. 
Are you happy or you are sad? I said, today, some of you, if you are not careful, you will not like me again. We have to learn how to honor. If we don't learn, see, and honor is not only about giving money. It is the last thing. There are some people eh, I don't want them to give me anything. I tell you. I just want them to be obedient. That's what will bless them. When they give me something, it disturbs me. Yeah. It, it is as if you have gone to see a marabou man who, who, who asks for them, there's money they want. Money solves every problem. Every problem, you have to pay money. You have to bring a sacrifice. Every problem. Yeah. There's nothing like counsel. They don't give counsel. Yeah. But the anointing has the spirit of counsel. The, the anointing gives you wisdom, gives you knowledge, gives you understanding. You, you are a young girl. You, you want somebody's husband. You have gone to a, some man to, 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 to give you something to put into the person's food. So when the person eats, he will forget that person and come to you. And that person will collect money from you and do the thing for you. Instead of when you come to God, he will counsel you. Yeah. Who, yeah. I told one sister who entered somebody's marriage, her cousin's marriage, took their husband. I said, this thing is a curse. Don't let anybody tell you that you are going to be happy. You are going to have a house. You are going to have a car. You are going to have this. It's a curse. If you follow it, it will bring you shame. Within a few months. Hmm. Yeah. Where is God in your life? Where is the honor for God? Why are you here? How come you are here? You can't follow. You can't follow. It's difficult for you to follow. How can you be blessed? You have worked in a... Nobody, if, if you are working in a place, you have worked there for years, and you, you have been promoted, 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 and maybe there's a vacancy. They look at you, it's like, hey, if they give it to you, Charlie, it's a problem. So they go and bring somebody outside. It's because you... You are a disaster. When, when, when the disciples needed a replacement, they didn't, they chose people who, who they knew who had been with them. Honor, it's not only me, the pastor, who must honor, Bishop. All of us must understand it. It's not one person. If I am the only person who honors, it's a dishonor even to all of you. Like it's his birthday, or we say we want to honor him, then it's like only the pastor is giving, or only the pastor is calling, only the pastor is. Why are the people that I bought the land for? Why are the people I bought the house for? Why are the people that have been asking about them? He came to this place. Pastors were up to today. Some people are appreciative and this, that, this, that. But hey, his own, his own, his own. So when you see other countries and other nations having things that we don't have, it's not a mystery. It's not because he doesn't love us. Don't think like a fool. It's not because he has forsaken us and he has forgotten about us. We don't have honor. So we are not getting a certain reward because every honor has reward. When you honor, go and read a book. Those who honor, it's inside. I'm not going to preach the whole book. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ himself couldn't do anything because of attitude. And you think that we, we can come and do magic in your midst. That character, that, that behavior, that uh, lack of respect that people had and looked at them, I mean, say, hey. Some of us are still like that. Yeah. When you do something to the least of the kingdom, you have done it to me. That's what Jesus said. When you see somebody that God has sent into your life and you despise him, you speak about him, you have meetings about him, you, you, you say bad things about him, then you come back and come and sit down in the church. And you want, what do you want? You want him to bless you? Or you want God to use him to bless you? No. It can It can never happen. And when you continue like that, you continue like that, and you don't, you don't become anything. It's, it's not a mystery. So, number one was what? Move away from uh, those who dishonor and receive and experience miracles and provision. Look at the scripture. The same Mark, chapter 6. Let's read from verse 6. We are in verse 5 to verse 6. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went round about the villages teaching. Look at it. He left them. And he went into the villages. And teaching. Verse 7. Verse 7. And he called unto him the twelve. And began to send them forth by two and two. And gave them power over unclean spirits. He anointed them. He said go. Verse 9. Verse 9. And called unto him. Verse 8. And commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey. Save a staff only. No script. No bread. No money in their purse. Yes. Verse 9. But be short with the sandals. And not put on two coats. Yes. Wear only your shoes. Don't look for second clothes. You are go, just go. And he said unto them, In what place soever ye enter into an house, there abide till ye depart from that place. Now, you see, the, 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 oh, the, what I'm, this thing tells us is that, can you imagine, if he was accepted, what would have happened was that, he cannot be around the cities of the Jews at the same time, because he was a human being. And he was going to send these same people to go with this power to manifest miracles, healings, and spectacular things in their lives. For them to also be blessed because God came for him, them. But because of their dishonor, he chose other places outside the environment or the, or, 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 or the, or, or the cities of the Jews and sent these people there. Sometimes eh, there are people who will leave you and be great. It is because, not that they couldn't do any great thing here. You are not ready for it. And you criticize, and you find fault, and you do things. Hey. All the pastors who left here, none of them has backslidden. All of them have risen up. They are bishops, apostles, uh, mothers. Go and see them. Some of you, if you go to Ghana, to see them will be a problem. Uh, as they were here, you don't respect them. It's true, Bishop. 
They will, they, some of you, they have visited you. They have bathed you to come to church. They have brushed your teeth to come to church. Uh, ironed your dress to come to church. You are, up to today, we are still do, doing the same for you. And they have moved on. You are so familiar with what they did years back to help you to come to the Lord. You didn't respect them. You didn't receive them. So your life didn't change. And as we have come, it's the same thing we are doing. And you are still struggling. When will you change? You are the problem. You don't have honor. You don't understand it. You don't understand it. You think, you are here saying that we should pray. Pray for what? You haven't changed. You want prayer. Even the Bible says in some, uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 28 verse 9, he that turneth his ear away from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Keep praying. There is nothing you have heard that has changed you. There is nothing you've been told that you have received it. And you, you just want prayer to solve what? What problem? You are the problem. If you have not been solved, nothing works. Yeah. You have to be solved first. Yeah. A, a sick man goes to the hospital and says, this hospital is useless. You, who made you sick? Is it the hospital? Does hospital give you sicknesses? You have brought your sickness and your foolishness to the hospital. You say, the doctor is not serious. You want a serious doctor. You know how people know how to talk. Yeah. You know how to, how to dishonor people. How to say bad things. That's why I come up to today. I don't receive people who, say, who make bad comments about pastors. We are not perfect. Yeah. When, you are, when you are saying something about somebody, when I'm not there... You, you add me to the list. <laughs> you add me to the list. Everybody has fault. Everybody has fault. You can't experience, you see, worshiping God that comes with miracles. Sometimes there are some, you can work hard, your life will not change. It's just favor, it's a miracle. You, you can believe in dreams, but they will not manifest. There are people who dream. You think Jacob was the only dreamer in the land? Me, I've heard people whose dreams are even envy. Yeah, but look, when you don't have honor in your heart and reverence for God and for his servants, forget it. Yeah. Your dreams will not come to pass. Today's uh, honor your uh, prophet's Sunday. Church people who are here, whose weddings have been done, who have received blessings, they won't even come to church to, to just, you see, just being in church is an honor. It's not, it's not money. If Bishop comes here, is it money he wants? If he wants money, it's not Gambia he, he should come for. You, you are, you know it. Yeah. It's not here, we don't look for money here. Don't look for money here. Number two. Move away from those who dishonor and experience power that comes from anointed people on the missions.
move away from people who dishonor and encounter power or experience power from people who have been anointed and sent on missions. You see, Jesus was anointed. And as he sent Peter, the apostles, and in pairs, what it meant was that the spirit that was on Jesus was upon them. And everything that Jesus did, they were also able to do. And they came back with testimonies. But you see, just as they rejected Jesus, if they go anywhere, Jesus told them, if you go somewhere, they don't receive you. Hey, shake the very dust off your feet and it shall be a curse. He said, in, that, in the day of judgment, it will be better for them, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah than that land. If you know what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, Mark 6, 7. 6, 7. 6, go back to verse 7. And he called unto him the twelve and began to send them forth by two and two and gave them power over unclean spirits. Yeah. God has anointed bishop, I'm telling you. And one of, you see, one of the things that sometimes makes some of you are here, you won't listen to him. You are listening to motivational speakers. You are listening to Jerry Eze. You are following other people online. This, these are not your fathers. When I was growing up, I didn't grow up liking anybody's mother's food. And, 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 and whether my mother's food was nice or not, I grew up in it, liking it, being content with it. It has made me healthier and better. And my mother's food was very nice. As I've married, I don't go, my wife's food is the only food I eat. That's all. I don't go sampling people. Some of you are never content with anything. You are not stable. You, you, you are here. You say, this is your church, but you don't, you don't give back to your church. You are paying online to prophets and, and, and receiving prophecies and doing visiting people and giving money, going for programs and receiving prophecies. One day I was with a pastor and he had a widow in his church that they'd been looking after for more than 10 years. A, a widow, yes. A woman is widow, yes. A woman. Mm. And for 10 years, he, his church, they've been looking after this woman and her children. And they've been able to even help some of their children to travel to go to school outside. But they are still looking after their mother, their mother, the church. And a certain prophet came to town. And this woman followed. I don't know whether she followed somebody or she went on her own. And the prophet called her and gave prophecies and told her to come and sow a seed. She, she, she was able to raise the seed and give to the prophet. And the person prayed for her. From that day, she couldn't sleep. She started having dreams and started hallucinating. I mean, yeah. So, the only reason why she had to come to the pastor was because she didn't know. And I went to preach in the church. And me, I didn't know the problem. When I finished preaching, that's when the woman came out and came to the office to come and say it. I mean, the pastor was almost in tears. Said that. So, he asked me to pray for, pray for her. <laughs> yeah. 
but then said that we have to meet with the help, uh, people and then see what we can do to help. I told, I told the woman that you have to honor him. When he left, when she left, the pastor said, I've never, she doesn't even give offerings. I've, I've never, and the amount of money she mentioned that she gave, you, you'll be surprised. It broke the man's heart that you can have such an amount of money and go and give it to a stranger. You see, the face of deception and evil, it's not nice. Oh. Sometimes, when we are around, you take us for granted. If, there are some people, if you follow them, eh, you, you, you like show, you want to see things. You don't know the space that follows some people. Yeah. Me too, I like listening to people and messages. But I'm telling you, I, I don't sow into anybody's life outside my prophet's life. I can't live with that. I can't. You are here. You are, you, are, you are following things. And then you see sometimes even, it's not even men of God or other people that, you, you, have, you have passions. You, there are things that you are involved in and it takes your money. But it doesn't bring you any reward. And you spend. When, when they even say that it's your pastor's birthday gift, it's like, oh, these people, they like such things too much. Yeah, they like such things too much. This thing, Jesus Christ was not like that. Yeah. Jesus Christ was not like that. They are just coming to lie to us and take our monies. Eh? That's why I don't believe in pastors. That you, start be, you, you start talking like a fool. And you won't leave the church too. You are coming every day. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus was not like that. If you read the Bible, you'll be afraid to speak like that. You realize that there were people who followed Jesus who were blessed. And the Bible says that they gave him of, his, of their substance. They supported him, I'm telling you. Many women. And it's women, most of the times, the women who like to go, prophets, follow this, uh, marriages, you are here, you want, some of you, you don't need a prophet to speak to you. As we are teaching you, and you change, you become attractive to spiritual men. And you dress, and, and you paint your face, you see the, 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 the boys on the street calling you. You understand it. Yeah. 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 They will be taking you to the places. When they mention the place, I want to take you here. Then, oh, okay, you can take my number. <laughs> you have heard the name of a place is doing something to you. Hey! <laughs> hmm. Hey! Last point for this morning. Number three. Move away from dishonor and experience great financial miracles of provision. Hey, hey. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mark chapter 6 verse 35. Mark 6.35. Look at something. You see, there are things that take place spiritually. Listen to me. Some of you, because you lack honor, you don't know the value. 
and you don't know what it means in your situation. Mark 6.35. Now, here, we have been reading Mark 6 from verse 1. There are many things inside. I don't want us to. I, I want to finish the service right now. And then give you the opportunity to show love and honor. I'm teaching you something that is important. So go and continue reading the scripture before you get here. But I'm jumping here to teach you something. It says, they had been moving, they had been with Jesus for a long day. And this, he moved out of the synagogue and went into the wilderness. And in the wilderness came the unbelievers, the people with problems who didn't see him as a carpenter. They saw him as the Messiah. They saw him as the anointed one. They saw him as the Christ. They saw him as a prophet of God. They saw him as someone who carried an anointing that could change their lives. So they were sitting with him from morning to evening. And when the day was now far spent, his disciples came unto him and said, This is a desert place. And now the time is far past. Desert. I say even in modern days, if you go to Israel, some of the places are still desert lands. Yeah. So you can imagine in those days. And now the time is far past. It's late. Verse 36. We are reading. Move. Speed. Send them away. Uh, you see how people are? You know sometimes when we are in church and you have problems, some people feel that the church is a spiritual place. You don't need, don't come here with your problems. I mean you are hungry. Don't come and ask the pastor. Uh, you are what? Uh, bishop is busy. Don't come and trouble him with, you want transportation. You too are, you won't give the person. Because some people, when they come to me, it's money they want. It's not everybody we give money to, but some people, we give money to them. And it's not every day we give money to you. Hey, once in a while, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Every, that's how it is. Yeah. So the disciples were just like, all of you say, hey, hey they look at over 5,000 people are sitting down. They say they are hungry. They forgo home. That's the wisest solution. I mean, if, if after service, you, all of you come and you come and tell me that you are hungry, it will be a problem. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. For some of you, you alone, your food you eat is like five people. No, five, five people's food. You alone. One in five. Or five in one. Uh -huh. Five in one. Yeah. Send them away that they may go into the country roundabout and into the villages and buy themselves bread for they have nothing to eat. Verse 37, and he answered and said, verse 37, he answered and said unto them, give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, shall we go and buy 200 penny worth of bread and give them to eat? They knew the number, so they said that if we have to buy bread for all these people, we need so much money. The disciples no get money. Eh? They have left everything. Eh? Then Jesus says, feed them. You see, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing your mind to something called supernatural in the presence of God. When God is with us, sometimes our needs are met supernaturally. And I will show you and give you testimonies. Yeah. The church is a supernatural place. Oh. Hey. Verse 38. He said unto them, how many loaves have we? Go and see. And when they knew, they say, five and two fishes. To feed 5,000 people. It's impossible. 5,000 people, even one bag of rice will not be enough. Eh? Because some of you, all of us here, if they cook one 
bag of rice. We'll finish it today. Jollof, fried rice. What else? Eh? And two fishes. Verse 39. And he commanded them to make all sit down by companies upon the green grass. Let them sit. Group them. They have come to the king's banquet. Let there be order. King's banquet. Everybody has a table. So table one, table two, table three, table four, table five. I mean, Jesus Christ is too powerful. He's teaching them how to sit down and eat. I mean, the way we are sitting uh, in the grass and in the wilderness, we, we, can't be, we have to arrange ourselves and get ready to eat. Meanwhile, there's no food. There's only uh, uh, five loaves of bread and two fishes. Okay, and they sat down in runs by hundreds and by fifties. Wow, large gatherings. Hmm. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fishes divided among them all. It's like as he broke the thing and said, shared it with the disciples. As they were going, when they are sharing, then the thing is multiplying. That's our God. That's our God. And remember, the people who were familiar in the synagogue, in the church. Sometimes those of us who sit in the church, we don't experience anything. It's the people who are outside. Because as for us, we know how things should work. If somebody is doing something, eh, what, what is he doing? What is, you, 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 when you learn to question things, you don't receive from that source. The Holy Spirit is very sensitive. The work of the Holy Spirit, don't joke with it. The, Jesus taught us, he said, every sin that you commit in this world, you can be forgiven. But when you blaspheme against this uh, Holy Spirit, as for that one there, there is no remedy. Be careful when you are speaking quietly and murmuring. He hears it. And it drives away your blessing. That's why some of you, eh, your criticism is the reason why you have not progressed. I'm telling you today. There are things you may never have said to anybody. You've said it to yourself. Or you've said it to other people. Who know how you don't respect us. How you don't believe us. How you think that your pie is from another sky. How you think that your prosperity and your blessing is from another source. Because, you see, when you are in a church and anybody introduces another person apart from your pastor to you, to listen to or to follow, you have encountered a demon whose intention is to cut off the source of your blessing. Because it's like, follow the person who has introduced you. Look at the person's life well. What has happened? I've seen many people who left to go and follow different kinds of anointings and things. After many years, they come back empty. We used to have a praise and worship. I will never forget this guy. He was gifted. Many people didn't have what he had. But he's never had. People were in the church who couldn't lead worship. Who couldn't pick uh, uh, songs properly. Who sometimes, when they are changing the song, it's like, then they, 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 they change the atmosphere. Another key. So it's like, the whole thing becomes something. But hey, their consistency, their uh, respect, their reverence, their acceptance of correction has made them better. Today, we are going to watch a concert. Some of the people that you see in the concert, they were with me from years. Couldn't sing. They are shy to even lead worship. Today, go and see them. They are stars. Singing in the church. 
songs. And people are sitting down listening to them and the talented ones cannot be found. God is supernatural. His provisions are supernatural. His presence is supernatural. Everything that we have with him is supernatural. And as we are walking with him, expect it, believe it, and you receive it. If the church doesn't share testimonies of supernatural things, it is because we are too familiar. Because you see, there is no church that pays you salary or gives you allowances every week or every month for all these years that you have been coming to church. No. But there is a reward. It comes from God. And everybody who is faithful and has been around and respects the anointing and respects the servant of God and believes in the presence knows that it is a tangible thing that can change your circumstance. Our testimonies are as a result of our reverence, our respect. If we we don't have it, forget it. Because sometimes, some of you, even if you have, there are people when they have problems and you give them money, you you have not helped them. I've seen people that we've helped financially who today will call us demons, who today will walk out, who who, who would say all kinds of things. If, if, If you don't know, you even think that we don't like them. Meanwhile, sometimes they, we've done things for them that we haven't done for you that you are hearing foolish stories. And somebody can tell you things and you will not like the pastor. Meanwhile, that person has received blessing and help and support more than you that he's talking to or she's talking to. Yeah. And you feel that as for this church, they don't have love. That meanwhile, you have met a demon who is ungrateful, who is polluting your mind, who is taking you out of your blessing. And when you follow such people, look at them. They they never progress. They never advance. Yeah. Every miracle that they saw in their midst, what was Jesus teaching them? It's like, as you walk with me, eh, what is impossible becomes possible. How can uh, five loaves of bread and two pieces of fish or whatever it is, be enough to feed 5,000? That's how come sometimes, you see, when we want to do something, if we put our offerings together, some of you never give money. It was only a little boy who had food, who brought it up. And I'm sure 5,000 women, uh, 5,000 men or with women and children who were there, somebody will have something, but they didn't bring it. That small boy brought that thing and that thing was used to feed all of them. You see, that's why we say you'll be around. Somebody will not give. You give that thing. It will be a blessing. And that person will be a partaker of that blessing. Some of you, if God is to follow your wickedness, all of us will die. But some people are generous. The little they give is what changes their work. It's what brings a blessing to us. Yeah. I have seen, when we're building our church in Ghana, I know people who didn't give one dollar. Yeah. They are doing their weddings. They are doing their dedications. They are taking selfies in church. Yeah. Yeah. They are enjoying the church. Don't you think that those who gave will have a better reward? And I've seen those who gave, how their lives have changed. It's a supernatural thing. When you belong, be part. Don't, don't be around and sit back. 
When they say do something, you are not part of it. When they say contribute, you are not part of it. Many of us, our families, they do contributions and things. Is that not so? Yeah. And, and sometimes it's not too much. It's small, small money. Small, small money. Small, small money. But some of you, you know how to talk. You, are, you won't do anything to help. Those who are trying, you, you are talking about it. Let's be careful. The church is a spiritual ground. And what we are doing is not for a man. It's for God. Let's be serious with the things of God. And honor the servant of God. Eh, God has brought this church this far. Today, if you know the value of this property in the time it was bought, and today, you will realize that Bishop shouldn't have done it. But he did it. And the only thing we can also do for him is to honor him and to say thank you. And it will be a blessing to us. It will be a blessing to us. Yeah. It will be a blessing to us. So we have a church in Kitty. We have Kejata. Everywhere we have a branch, we'll buy land. By the grace of God. We'll buy land. We'll build. We are not buying the land for exhibition. We are not going to do cashew farming. We are not going to do. Uh, we are not going to plant granites. We are going to build churches, have nice gardens, have uh, 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 what's it called, uh, baptismal uh, ponds. Yeah. What else? Selfie joints, wedding corner. Yeah. Eh? Wedding where, where you can take your pictures after wedding. Nice. Oh, bring money. You will see how nice your church will be. And you see, when you are doing things for God, you are doing it for yourself. Yes. That's a supernatural thing. People who believe this thing, they change you. Don't th- God, first of all, God doesn't need money. Bishop doesn't need money from us. When you honor God with your money, you get something that you never can work for. That's how supernatural things work. Yeah. And everybody must be part of it. Sometimes you may not know. In your time of need, that's when you have to even give something spectacular. Because there is nothing like an opportune time to give. You can't say that I'm preparing to... Look, some people can say... I I know somebody who told me many years ago. He came to sit in front of me and said that he sorry he didn't give me anything on my birthday. As if I was asking him. Then he was bold to say that it's because he wants to give me something powerful. So he's taking his time. Up to today... That powerful thing has not come. Hey. <laughs> I'll give you his number to you. Hey! <laughs> you see, and I realize that it is a mind some people have that, oh, they have to give something powerful, spectacular. No, 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 no. Be faithful with little. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is the powerful thing you want to give? Sometimes what you call up, I remember one day somebody gave me a suit. It was powerful. It never went home. <laughs> yeah. Because I couldn't wear the suit. When I look at the material, the fabric, I know it's expensive. I can't wear it. I have to give it right away. Because if I take it, I won't wear it. It's too, you know, everybody and their taste. Me, I like simple things. Yeah. Yeah, simple things are also nice. Some people do like powerful things. <laughs> yeah, it never went home. 
There are things that people have given me. It's like immediately in the church, I look for somebody and give it. Because if, if I take it, I can't keep it for my children. Because I, me, I won't wear it. Why would I wear it? It's like, it's too much. Not that it's a bad thing to wear. There's, if there's something, if I wear, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You see? Everybody and their taste. Yeah. I hope you understand me. Yeah. Mm. That's how it is. Don't look for something powerful to give. Give something out of your heart and look at the person. One of the best ways to honor people is to just sow seed. Say thank you. Yeah. Don't wait for the person to die. Then you come for the funeral and you come and cry. Eh? Eh? Or you are giving tribute. Recently, a, 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 a senior pastor died. Went to visit him. His son. I won't say it. It's okay. Hey, our time is up, I tell you. I'm not going to cross even one minute from here. All that I've tried to do this morning is to help us to understand something. There must be honor from us to God, to the fathers he has raised. And for us, the only person that God has raised to lead us is Bishop Doug. I'm teaching from his books. I read other books. When I read his books, I understand it. I can preach. I have not. I, I, there are books I've read. It helps you understand. But you can Yeah. Every, what God has given you, you must honor it. Don't let somebody treasure it. Sometimes, if you don't know, that's how come we, we have Africa. One of the saddest problems about us is that our leaders, who, many of them who, who got or who gained independence, the vision they had, the Europeans didn't want them to continue. So they were able to manipulate the system by bringing idiots to come and, see, to come and stand and say that these people are destroying the country and killed many of the leaders. Patrice Lumumba in Congo, those people, up to today, uh, Thomas Sankara, uh, Kwame Nkrumah, uh, Kaunda, uh, Nyerere, I mean, these people, they were not people who were looking for money. The people, all the people who, are, who, who overthrew them, when they came, they became rich. Yeah, they became richer, and, and, the, and the Europeans helped them. To establish themselves so that they can exploit us up to today, that's what they are doing. And we don't, we don't honor our leaders. Other people see value, but they, because they want you to remain under submission, they take those leaders from you. That's how Satan works. If he wants you to remain the way you are, you will not see any good in the leader that God has given you. There's nobody in ministry. Many people cannot do what Bishop Doug is doing. Many pastors, hey, their lifestyles, you will, if you hear some things, eh, you, you'll be, you run away. If you know what some people use money for, you run away. Yeah. One person can buy three Rolls Royce with a private jet and say that the private jet is just five years old. They have to upgrade. Hmm. Yeah. And it's 75 million dollars. He will raise money and, yeah, yeah, $75 million for a jet that he can use once every six months. 
That's why they don't have branches across the world. When you see a church that has every, almost every African country wants to go there, not just for crusades, but much more to establish souls, to establish churches, to raise people, to save souls, to send pastors. It's God's work. That's what God wants. And he's doing it. And we have to love him. Not many people are like that. Not many people are like that. Even governments don't have uh, uh, embassies in some of the countries. that Ghana, we don't have embassy here. But the church is here. He's more than a president to me. Yeah, I'm like an ambassador. Yeah. Mm? If, if they were to call me His Excellency Ghana's ambassador to Gambia, it's like hey, people respect me, but it's like, you know, they say bishop. When they see, they think that they come to collect their money and go, which money? money. Eh? Money. Eh? But when you see white embassies, you don't, they collect your money more than any church. Yes. You apply and you pay 350 pounds. Pounds. And they will look at you and say, when we look at you, you will come back. <laughs> yeah, you, and you apply again. In a year, you have paid more than 1,000 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Every day people are going. Yeah. Monday to Friday. Yeah. Yeah. The church is not every day. They are collecting the money every day. And that's the money they use. IGF. They used to pay their uh, uh, self. They used to buy uh, armor-plated cars. They pay their rents. Hey! You think they are fools, eh? Why? Don't joke with them. They know who, what your problem is. Yeah. <laughs> they know what your problem is. Yeah. So they, they know how to, how to also chop from you. Yeah. And we, we are here preaching to you. We are encouraging you. We are telling you things that can improve your mind and make you a better person. Don't think of traveling to prosper. There is, there is no prosperity anywhere. Prosperity is here in this mind. You can be, that's why they come into the bushes of Africa and prosper. I'm telling you. You say, waiting. We are wiser than many of the people that you go and listen to. I'm telling you. Yeah, if you don't know. That's how the anointing works. I've followed Bishop. My mind has improved. Far better. I, I have a perspective on life that I would never have had if I had followed the so-called people that I wanted to be. I want to be rich. Yeah. Yeah. With lots of, lots. I mean, I mean, you have dreams of being rich. I mean, you have, some of you have dreams of having a penthouse. Then you have a swimming pool up. Then you have, hey, like your luxury is inside this head. If you're not careful, one day, eh, <laughs> there's going to be an explosion. <laughs> Everybody has dreams, I'm telling you. It's not bad. But you have to be very practical. May God help us. Stand to your feet, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Move away from dishonor. There are people who know how to dishonor. Don't join. Don't join. Don't be somebody whose pattern of life doesn't bring honor to anybody. Be different. And you'll see how God will also favor you. Lift up your hand wherever you are. And let us pray. Father, we thank you. Speak to the Lord, somebody. Ask for help. Ask for grace. Ask for a touch. Let the Lord bless you. Let the Lord favor you. Let the Lord lead you into his blessing and into his blessing and into his blessing and into his blessing. May it not be a different story in your life.
May you receive wisdom, understanding, to honor. For those who honor have honor. And those who walk in honor always have honor following them. Let it be our character as a church in the Gambia that we remember the love that has been shown us. We remember the commitment and the sacrifice that has been shown us. And that today, if we can call ourselves a church and a Christian body, it is because of a vision and a heart that someone had. Whilst he didn't know any of us, but he knew God and believed in God. And today we are partakers of that blessing. May God bless us and preserve us to be a blessing to him in whichever way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Lord, give us grace to move away from dishonor. We don't want to join our hearts and our hands with people who walk in dishonor. We want to experience financial miracles of provision. We want to experience the anointing of your, anointings of your servants. The graces you have poured upon them to take us out of bondage and to deliver our souls from perishing. Give us that grace, O oh God, to walk in honor of your presence so that we'll experience spectacular miracles. We thank you. We bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Every eye closed, everyone standing. If you are here this morning and you haven't given your life to Jesus, but you want to say, Pastor, I really want to do this today. I realize that I'm far from the Lord. And I want to give my life to him today. I want to walk in honor and not in dishonor. I want to walk serving God and not waiting to be saved. For there is a blessing when you offer yourself to the Lord. He turns things out for your good. And this morning you want to say, Pastor, help me. I want to give myself to the Lord. You are like that. Somebody brought you here or you came to church your own. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you wherever you are. You want to give yourself to the Lord. Lift your right hand up. Lift it up. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody here is born again. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. Touch our lives. Touch our hearts. And bless us. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.